Hey, you're watching and listening to the Ultra Life Show, the show about business and life. Uh, we talk, we bring guests from around the world that are experts in business, CEOs, business coaches, authors, and people about life. Because if you're watching this show, you're alive and you probably have a life. So we want to make sure you're you have the best things possible in your life. Uh, today I have with me Janine Bradchi. Bradchi, right? Janine Bradchi. Janine Bradchi. Janine, uh, thank you for being on. Janine's a great uh, musician. She's a well-known veteran of children's musician in the Chicago area and Midwest. She performs in hundreds of venues, including schools, libraries, festivals, birthday parties, and even performed at Lollapalooza. And I've talked to her just for a little bit, um, and she has a sense of humor, so it should be good. Uh, I had it. It's gone now. Yeah, it's gone? Uh-oh. Well, we're going to start over. So I'm excited to have you on the show. Uh, thanks for being on. And uh, t- could you share with us uh, why children? Why do you focus on children so much? Well, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked. I done uh, music all my life. I've been a musician. And when I got pregnant with my kids, I was still playing in clubs and that sort of thing. And I um, was playing in a club one night and I had been out the night before until about three in the morning. And then my kids were waking up at about 5.30 in the morning. So you can imagine I was getting um, not too much sleep. So I was Mm. finishing up this gig and a lady approached me and she said, do you do music for children? I said, well, I write songs for my own children, but not publicly. I've never done music for children. And she said, well, your style would be perfect. You're just lighthearted and you're, you know, a guitar player and singer and, you know, you seem to have a lot of fun with your audience. And we are looking for a teacher mm-hmm. to teach uh, parent-child classes. And it's right down the street. It's two hours a week if you want to try it out. And I was like, Okay, I'll try it out. And guess what? It wasn't at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, you like the, you like the hour. Yeah, I loved it. That's and funny. I loved it, and I could bring my kids with me. And um, so I, I called my band and I said, "We're switching. We're going to be children's musicians now." And they all quit. They all quit? Oh, that's funny. They all quit. They're like, oh, no, I don't think so. I can see that. I saw a new band just reinvented my music, and it's been wonderful. Well, that's great. You know, it's interesting, people's perspective, because a lot of people, and I'm not putting children down, but a lot of people would be like, ah, like your band, like, ah, children, but we don't like those hours that you have to keep, right? But for you, it worked out even better.
your latest gig is 7 p.m.? Yeah, my latest gig is 7 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's pretty late for children. I mean, they have to be in bed by 8 or 9 sometimes. And when you say children, what age what age groups are you working with? Um, well, I see my concerts are from infants to fifth and sixth graders, depending on how old the parents are and who they bring to the concert. But I'm also a music teacher, which I started doing after all of this too. And I teach pre-K through third grade right now. Pre-K to third grade. Yeah. So pre-kindergarten. So like, yeah, actually my youngest um, in their school class with me are 18 months old. Mm. So 18 months up through third grade, which is like 11, 12, like Great. Uh, what kind of what what do you see from the kids that you're playing for? Uh, and what when you say music, what what are you act, What do you do? Do you play instruments? Do you sing? Yeah, I'm a guitar player and I sing, and I write most of the music myself. Um, most of the and uh, in the classroom, I use things that are educational. I motivated, I guess, and uh, so I don't use always original music, mm -hmm. but I always use music that's curriculum supported, and so, yeah. Do you, do you ever travel out of the area, out of Chicago? Yeah, I'm on the, yeah, I'm on the road all the time. Mm -hmm. oh. yeah. So what kind of, where do you, where do you play? Like, what kind of places do you play? Well, let's see. I play in schools, a lot of schools, because preschools and, and elementary schools have a lot of special events for their kids. So they have uh, assemblies. I do a lot of assemblies. And I play at special family events, like if they're having a, an event just for the families to have fun. I do a lot of those kinds of shows for preschools as well as elementary schools. Mm. And um, I play a lot of libraries. I know Libraries, we think of quiet places, but you know, they like to rock it up too. And especially <laughs> in the summertime, um, they have a summer reading program that uh, helps to support this kids' reading. And yeah. they want to make sure that they can read the library and read books. So they offer free entertainment for them all summer long in the summer reading program. So I often get asked to be one of the programs throughout the summer. And so I do a whole thing of themes every summer, and I try to put a program together that's oriented around their theme. Um, but mostly just supporting literature and reading through the songs and having fun. And I play a lot of park district events. So in the summertime, especially, park districts will have um, lunchtime concerts for families. They'll have, like, I'm heading into the autumn fest season. They have a million autumn fests. And October Fest and Halloween. I do a lot of Halloween shows. So, you know, anywhere that has entertainment for kids, uh, you know, around the holidays, there's lots and lots of places. I play at shopping malls. And, um, wow, there's lots and lots of different areas, you know. What, what do you see? Uh, I mean, you, besides it was, it worked for your schedule better. What what's rewarding about it? What have you seen uh, that happens with the children when you're playing for them? 
Well, they are so, they're so easy to inspire and they're so game. Mm. And I love to engage them and to challenge them to think and to dance with me. And my songs are all interactive. So a lot of my songs, I ask them. So, um, fun too. I mean, like I have a song, my peanut butter song. I ask them, what do they like with their peanut butter? Yeah. And then we sing a whole song about what they like with their peanut butter. And now I have them sing it with me. So I'm encouraging them to sing and their parents. Mm. So um, they're simple, simple enough that they can sing along with me. But then they get to like, oh, I, I like, you know, bananas with my peanut butter. You know, they go crazy because they want to tell me what they like with their peanut butter. Mm. And, um, so, it could be a simple. Like it must have been. Oh, I did it again. I dropped my chair. <laughs> um, it's going down. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna make a joke and say that it must be a similar experience if you played late enough in the night at a at a bar, getting the same kind of result sometimes. Yeah, you know, here is the big difference that I love. There's nobody drunk at my kids' concert. Well, they are. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. If they're following thrones at the stage, they're usually, you know, filled with formula instead of beer. So you know, people are there to have fun with their kids. And I'm like, how much better? The other thing is when you play for adults, and I love playing for adults, mm-hmm. but adults really have this um, set list in their head of music that they know and they like and they want to hear. And they're not as open to original music. Mm. So if you are in front of a room full of adults who are socializing and you're playing original music, you will be flat out ignored. Unless they're there because they know you're, that's what you're doing and they're there to see you because they know your, your art and they know your music. They want to hear but the peanut butter song. Right, yeah. Or you can say, come on, listen to the peanut butter song. Or if I do mommies in menopause, I usually get their attention. But um, that sounds interesting. So, yeah, that's that's a showstopper. But with kids, they are always game, and they're always if you can engage them and get them to like you and trust you, then the next thing you're going to do, they're going to like as well. It's like I can't, yeah, I, you know, it's like I need a baby bouncer to keep them away from. And I'm like, I need someone to, parents, can you please come get your children? I can't move. Because they're, they're swarming me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you need to back off. I can't dance because you're standing on my feet. That's cute. That's good. That must be yeah. really rewarding. It's really rewarding. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just wonderful to see their faces light up. And when you, you know, um, get them doing something with you and they're just, excited that they get to do something and participate or come up on the stage and dance with me. And you know, I give them shakers sometimes, shakers who will blow up guitars and I give them a part to sing in the song and they love doing that. And um, my signature song is Bubble Wrap and um, I roll out hundreds of feet of bubble wrap for them to mm-hmm. jump on. It can't go wrong. Really, that's great. And I get it really. I keep I keep seeing it. it's not, not that much different than dealing with drunk people. Maybe 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 <laughs> you should pull the bubble wrap then too. Like here, here you go, guys. Play with this. And then just play with it. I would, I would have, I just have to say, I would have to say that 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 I would
Um, and it's so kind of him to do that, and I'm grateful to him every day that he took the time to do that. Otherwise, I'm not sure that I would have been able to continue playing. Mm. But because I have those things fingertips and I have to make them once or twice a year, you know, I just kept moving forward. And, you know, it's restricted what I've been able to do on the guitar, but I'm soft. Is what comes from your heart, and not being the fanciest, flashiest guitar player, I hire those guys, you know. Mm. So um, it's I'm certainly more than a utilitarian guitar player, and I get the job done. And no one's ever the wiser unless they ask me about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they see it when they ask you. Yeah, they do. They can see them, and mm. I say, "Oh, I have a little more fingers, just protecting my finger." And, they're like, okay. Do you find yourself talking to adults like you do to the children because you're around them so much? Uh, no. No? Okay. Uh, you, don't no. you don't know, right? I don't know. Maybe I do. I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, it's just like flip a switch in me. It's like, oh, hi. So you want to awaken um, the music abilities in people, right? Um, yeah. what, what do you mean by that? I mean, why is that? Uh, that seems something of interest. What, what, what is that for you? Well, I believe that everyone has music in them. We all have a beat. We have a heartbeat. So there's already rhythm right there. There's rhythm in the beat, right? Mm-hmm. So we already have rhythm in our soul. And... Everybody loves music. I mean, actually, I just finished recording um, the basic tracks of my new CD. It's called I Love Music, which everybody does. Um, so I think that a lot of times people feel pressured when they say, oh, I'm not a musician. I'm like, well, you don't have to be a, a musician. You don't have to perform. But you, you should honor the musician within you and your ability to express yourself musically. You should sing. Sing all key, but sing. You know, sing loud. Just sing loud and proud and make yourself happy. Singing in the shower or in your car or whatever it is. I love seeing people singing in their car. I'm like, you go, man, you know. And sorry, I won't name any names. Um, I've taught hundreds of people how to play the guitar. Mm. And I had one student who was probably eight years old when they started. And I thought, uh-oh, when they started, I oh, no, there's completely tone deaf, no rhythm, can't pitch mash whatsoever. Yeah. So we start playing the song in one key and singing it in another key. And I thought, oh, my gosh. I almost, almost called the parents to say, I think maybe the tennis lessons would be a better idea. <laughs>
and be positive and, you know, find the tools to get them to their music. Because everyone has a dance. Mm. That, that leads me to um, some of my teaching. I'm a teaching artist for Ravinia, which is um, here in Chicago. We have this wonderful place called Ravinia Festival. It's one of the finest music venues around. And they have an outreach program called Beach Teach and Play. And we bring music to the Chicago public schools. And there's a lot of Chicago public schools that are underfunded, that's an understatement, and don't have any arts or music program. So here's these kids, and, you know, they're ripe for learning, they're ripe for creativity and just exploring everything without any abandon, and they don't have any music. So we come into their uh, schools, and I do residencies with uh, kindergarten through third grade, and... We teach them about music, and I teach them the basics of music. I write music with them. I write songs with them. And then they perform at the end of the residency at the school, and then they are bussed up, and they perform at Romania. And it's just the greatest thing to see these kids uh, express themselves musically and give them permission to do that. Because it just it really doesn't occur to them unless there's someone in their life that says to them, Yeah. I, I mean I never even assume for a minute that they can't. So and I've had a lot of kids who've been like, Oh, I can't sing and I'm like, mm-hmm, okay. So I'm gonna say I'll say a couple of things. Uh you mentioned about the art music program. There isn't any in some schools. And I when I ask you this, just keep in mind I, I was in a band in high school. And I played the I played the drums. I don't really play it anymore. Play the drums anymore. I've been thinking about getting a set, but um, and so people out there might say, "Well, what does it matter if you're not doing art or music? Uh, it doesn't really help you in your job or get you a job. Um, you know, whatever your job, your career might be. What does it matter if you don't have art or music in your life? Like." with your own hands? That is a really good question. Here's my answer. There has been study after study that shows that um, children who have music and art in their learning, integrated into their learning, score better on every level with math and literature and they outperform children who do that. We think about uh, It is. I mean, you're counting all the time. There's rhythms, there's beats, there's fractions. And when you're writing songs, they have lyrics, of course. This is um, literature. You know, you have to write, and it's poetry, and the poetry has to fit into a meter. So it's literature and math all wrapped into one. So when I'm working with these kids, and I say, well, we're going to write a song like Last year I did a residency called Music and Literature. So we take a book, we choose a book, and then we bring the book to life through music. And much of what I did was uh, have them write songs about the characters in the book, how they related to them, um, about the story in the book. But we have to uh, be able to edit the thoughts into lyrics. And I like them to rhyme. So... All of this is just part of an English lesson, right? So we're working on rhyming words. We're working on concise thoughts. 
We're working on complete thoughts that are shortened and able to be understood. And then we're putting them in a melody and we're putting them with a rhythm. And then I had them create dance moves to go with them. Mm. So, and there have been studies that show that young children especially learn best while they're moving because they're going to move anyway. Yeah. You know, little kids cannot sit still. Have you ever seen them? They're just mm -hmm. squirming in their feet. Asking them to sit still is, they can't. That's like, so that's like me. I, I do that. I get to still, you notice? Yeah, they can. They can. Uh, let's see. I, we love you, Jeannie. There you go. Yeah. I can show it right there. Oh, that's so cute. magic. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's got two little girls who never stop moving because little girls, little boys, they never stop. Concerts, hmm. everything is like keep moving up and down, up and down, always going. And in the classroom, when I'm teaching, and I, I one of the things we do with this, this program, through Romania, uh, is we train the teachers, the classroom teachers, how to use music as part of their teaching style, too, because they have these kids every day. I'm only there one day a week, but they have them all day, every day. And if we can say, you know, use this little dance move, use this as part of your literature section, and get them up and moving with it. If you are dancing to something or singing something, you never forget it. I would say, how did you learn your ABC? You sang them. I still do that. Exactly. Right, you're trying to emphasize. I have to go down. Well, we're out of time, uh, so it went by fast, right? It's always a good sign. Wow, it did. I know, right? What's that? Uh, I know, right? It went by fast. It's always a good sign. Uh, so how can how can people find you and find your music? Uh, my website is www.genievmusic.com. That's J-E-A-N-I-E-V music.com. And look for my new CD, I Love Music, coming out this fall. And I'm also doing a new CD called Come Together, which is uh, for classroom teachers. If you're a classroom teacher, these are... Um, Simple songs to use in the classroom with preschool kids and uh, things to keep them moving and learning and having fun with the teachers. Great. Well, thank you very much for being on. I'll make sure I put the information and we post it so people can find you. And uh, keep your eyes and ears open for Ultra Life Show, the show about business and life. And thank you so much for being on. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. See you later. See you guys. Bye. Hey. Hi. So how was that for you? It was good. It did go by the Yeah, it did. You know, it's interesting watching the clock and then all of a sudden half hour is gone. You're like, oh.